0: All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports
1: fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Huge bus.
0: Back
2: to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
3: Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Uh, Trent and I take you till 2. Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, coming up at one15 Bama Bob. Trent and I will talk college football and Trent and I's picks before we get out of here uh, at uh, 2 o'clock. He's the headcheese.com, Dave Sinekin. He will be at Lambeau Field on Sunday night to watch the Bears and the Packers. Dave, I don't want to wish my weekend away. And I'm looking forward to Denver-Seattle, but, man, if I could only watch one NFL game. Uh, the Bears and the Packers does it for me. The national audience, NBC, gets it. Uh, you're lucky to be there. It should be a fun game, Dave Sinekin. how are you?
4: I'm good, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Packers-Bears to kick off the Packers' 100th season with their oldest rival. and uh, Obviously, lots of uh, storylines with the Khalil Mack signing and, and Rodgers' return. I'm uh, I'm psyched. It's going to be a, a much better scene than the last time I was there. Week 17 when the Vikings shut him out, and uh, the only people not depressed were my son and his buddy, who are Vikings fans. <laughs> hey,
3: uh, th- there was some speculation, Dave, that the Packers were also amongst the pursuers for Khalil Mack, who we now know, obviously, and just mentioned it, is a Chicago Baron. And the worst news is, I guess, for Packers fans, is he's in the division. Not only did he come to your team, but how serious were the talks, if at all, regarding Mack to the Packers, Dave?
4: Yeah, that's the big question, and I hope we, we learn that at some point down the road. From all accounts, it, it sounds like Brian Kudekun's made an offer, and I, I, I'd like to think he offered both number one picks, because if you hear what Reggie McKenzie said after the deal, they were looking to get the highest picks that they thought they could get, and uh, certainly the Bears are projected to finish uh, with a worse record than the Packers. So if that's the case, that Goody swung and missed because his draft picks, uh, the their own, and the Saints next year weren't as attractive as the Bears then I could understand why Oakland uh, went the Chicago route. But if he didn't swing, then I'll be disappointed.
5: Biggest concern going into 2018 with this Packers team is what for you, Dave?
4: Uh, pass rush, I guess. Um, th- there's very little proven behind Matthews and Perry. Uh, both those guys can be productive players, but they're also very injury-prone, and there's just not a lot behind them on the depth chart. In fact, there's only two guys on the depth chart. They... They cut last year's top-of-the-fourth-round pick, Vince Beagle, uh, the guy they traded back with uh, uh, you know, out of the first round to get that pick. He didn't make the team. So Reggie Gilbert and Kyler Fackrell are the only backups on the roster. So injuries to Matthews and Perry, and, and the Packers have issues. So uh, I'm concerned about a pass rush. However, uh, I do think the Packers have really addressed the cornerback position, and they're just light years ahead today where they were uh, last year heading into week one with really – Five guys they can count on uh, at cornerback, including you know a couple of really exciting young rookies.
3: Yeah, that seemed to be in like a couple of year project, right, Dave, to rebuild that secondary. It's taken it seemingly they've been focusing on that for the last couple of years.
4: Oh, for sure. And Thompson swung and missed with Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins. Randall's going to play safety for the Browns. That's probably his natural position. That's what he played at Arizona State. Uh, Rollins made the roster, probably headed to IR. Uh, was going to play a safety, too. So they swung and missed a few years ago. Uh, but by all accounts, Alexander and Josh Jackson are ready for their close-ups. Jackson was the most productive corner by pro football focus in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to try to have to get away to get him on the field. And Alexander didn't get as many snaps, but coming out of the slot, uh, he had a nice interception and, and showed that he's ready, too. So I'm, I'm real excited to see what those two kids can do.
3: Uh, Jimmy Graham is 31 years old. He was so good in New Orleans. Is it the, you know, were his numbers down based on where he played? Because I have to assume that, that, that Packer fans and NFC North fans are going to see a different Jimmy Graham now that he's, you know, got, and, and there's no knock at Russell Wilson. He's a tremendous player. But Aaron Rodgers is, uh, seemingly is a guy that's going to be looking uh, for number 80. Do you expect his numbers to be closer to what they were in New Orleans?
4: I'll be surprised if they're not. By all accounts, uh, he's got everybody gushing who's watched him in training camp, and it's clear that Rodgers got instant chemistry going with him during training camp. They didn't get a lot of snaps in the preseason. They did throw and hook up a touchdown the one drive that Rodgers played. Um, I'm again, I think you're going to see a really different Packers offense now. You're not going to see the four receiver sets you've seen in the past. I wouldn't be shocked if they only activated four receivers on the the forty five because. Uh, they kept four tight ends, and I think you're going to see Graham lined up on one side, um, Mercedes Lewis or Lance Kendricks on the other. Lewis provides a, a blocking element, but uh, they did a lot of double tight end looks, and I think Graham is going to be a featured part of this offense, clearly in the red zone, but you know on third down plays, and just being that threat in the middle of the field that Greenby really hasn't had. They had a bit with Jared Cook for a season. They hope Martellus Bennett would do it. Uh, I, I'm excited about I do think we'll see the Saints' version of Jimmy Graham, and I think Rodgers is very excited to play with him.
5: Rodgers as a whole, uh, coming back off the injury, motivation's always there. He's got the contract. You know that he is on the top of his game, the best player in the NFL. What else, uh, what else do you look at? You know, there's off-field stuff going on here. Everything good? Any, any concerns at all with Aaron Rodgers? I know it might sound a little bit silly, but i got to get your perspective on this, Dave.
4: Yeah, I don't think so. I, mean, I, I think this is a guy who, you know, the last time he broke his collarbone, he came back and won the MVP. He's the favorite to win the MVP again this season. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. Everybody's anointing the Vikings of the NFC North, and they certainly had a, a great season last year. But I think he's going to take it to heart. And I think, again, the, the way the schedule breaks out, Green Bay has to take advantage of the early part of their schedule. They will be favored in all six of their, their first six games. Rodgers and company need to be sharp they got to come out of the gate fast because after they're by week seven, it gets as brutal as I think I've ever seen a schedule for about a five-week stretch. And I hope they're uh, on cruise control by then. A quick start by Rodgers in the offense is important. And obviously uh, Bears and Vikings at home to start the season – you have to win those first games.
3: Uh, last night, NBC had a couple of NFC teams that may be major factors this year. Uh, what did you see out of the Eagles and the Falcons? And are, are you uh, do you like one of those teams more than the other? Maybe to be a factor into January.
4: Uh, actually, when I made my predictions last weekend on my uh, Saturday show, I, I, I had them right
3: uh... now, Dave Sinikin. <laughs>
4: I believe I had the Falcons falling out of the playoffs and the the Eagles a wild card. Um, I had the Giants surprising, and again, they've got a tough early schedule, but I think that's a team that could flip the script. No, I wasn't really excited about either team, and now the the devastating news that Keanu Neal has lost for the season with a torn ACL, uh, the, the quarterback of that Falcons defense is gone, and I just don't think that offense clicks with Steve Sarkeesian, and I just don't believe in it. Philly, you know, everything went right. They're a terrific team. Wentz will be back sooner rather than later. But uh, I just see them taking a step back this season. So, no, I, I think when you look at the NFC this year, Saints, Vikings, Rams, Packers, uh, those are the four teams that I think are going to have uh, the best chance to go all the way to February.
3: Uh, the Bears-Packers preview at headcheese.com will be posted when?
4: I uh, just <laughs> played some golf this morning, so yes. I just got to my office. I would say within the hour I'll have it up there.
3: Because it, you 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 promised you'd have it up by noon. Or Friday morning <laughs> is what it says.
4: Yeah, well, 8 o'clock tea time. I guess I <laughs> gotcha. overestimated my abilities. So I'll, I'll get it up there real quick. Don't uh, worry.
3: Fun week next week for you and our buddy PA, too, right? Uh, is the border battle week two? How about that?
4: Yeah, there's nothing quite like uh, entering a Buffalo Wild Wings where PA is doing his show, uh, feeling like an enemy wrestler yeah. walking into the ring as I'm showered with booze. I will be facing that at Buffalo Wild Wings, Roseville, next Friday for sure. Verbal booze or actual booze? You're oh no, it's 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 I'm showered with booze. It's I've had things thrown at me, uh-huh. little mini footballs. Yeah, they're they're not real happy when they see me. And I uh I gotta represent, so I'll uh, I'll make it work.
3: Enjoy Sunday night, Dave Sinekin. Thanks for doing this. We'll talk to you next week.
4: All right, have a good weekend, guys. You do the
3: same, Dave Sinekin. You Packer fans out there, you can read the previews every single week in the recaps, theheadcheese.com, headcheese.com. dot What did you see his Super Bowl, Trent and How does this one sit with you? Who do you think he's got representing the NFC?
5: Uh, the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah.
3: The Chargers. Chargers. There's a lot of Chargers. Sure.
5: Chargers love, Trent. Better than the Patriots, right?
3: I, well, I'd sign for that in a heartbeat. I think yeah. the country would sign for that in a well, heartbeat. I got, I
5: got Packers New England.
3: Is that where you went? That's where I went. I'd already like to change. Uh, Atlanta's not winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Matt Ryan, what happened? Why can't I think it's honestly, and I think Seneca hit the nail on the head. Sarkeesian. I mean, they had the whole off season to figure out Red at least zone. yes. Yes. Speaking of colors and zones, green zone last night? Hmm. Why are we still going we Don't need it. Don't need it. Need Paul Allen. He joins us when we come out of this break. Sponsored by our friends at Mr. Executive. We will take a look at Niners, Vikings, with PA next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
5: Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week, starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays.
6: At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
5: What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift-each-other-up type. The more determined-than-you-think type The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts.
1: Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only, for the people, credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car. You hate and punch it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just ten bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month, and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just ten bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call two six five-1467 or online at approved by joe.com, approved by joe.com, ww.approved by Some minimum requirements.
0: Dale.
4: You ever wonder what you look like with a full natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with
8: options.
2: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi,
3: welcome back to the Miller Show. Continuing on here, we'll do some college football at the bottom of the hour right now. He's the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. Brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive. Paul Allen joins us. It's the Niners and everything that they bring uh, to U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota this week, week number one. Paul Allen, how are you?
2: Hey, Kenny. Hey, Trent. Uh, I'm in a good mood. Uh, the, uh, the head coach of the Vikings, Mr. Zimmer, uh, has been unbelievably grouchy all week. And um, <laughs> after today's practice, he, uh, he just told me that uh, they had their best practice of the week. So for the uh, last one to be the best one into the first one, uh, that bodes well. Indeed
3: it does. So let me ask you about uh, Dalvin Cook, and what do you expect from him in week number one, Paul?
2: Um, I expect him to play the entire game. Um, I don't expect him to be the singular tailback every single series. Uh, Latavius Murray has looked fantastic, not only in the preseason, but uh, all off season. But uh, when the fourth quarter rolls around, I fully expect to see Dalvin.
5: Defensively, I, I heard Zimmer speaking earlier this week about He's as close as he ever been handing over those play-calling duties defensively to George Edwards. What can you tell us about him?
2: Oh, I would, George, George is incredibly smart. He, he's Mike's right-hand man. So, like, they get done playing on Sunday, and then Mike and George meet at 5 a.m. on Monday, and they, they begin to go over the next opponent before Mike even sits down with the GM and goes over the previous game. So George is incredibly smart, and um, he, he's uh, obviously from the Zimmer tree with the stuff that he does. You know, but when it comes to giving up the play-calling duties, I'd be shocked if Zimmer ever did that. Mm.
3: Paul, what kind of uh, preseason did Laquan Treadwell have? And obviously a real important season for him. Is, is, is the light finally going to go on for Laquan Treadwell? And you know, college fans who saw him dominate in the SEC, uh, is he about to uh, take a big step forward, Paul?
2: Well, I'm not going to use domination and uh, and describe Laquan Treadwell, specifically on a team that includes Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Dalvin Cook. Uh, but Laquan has done all the right things this offseason. Um, you know, he's really embraced the fact that we have a lot of new around here, new quarterback and new offensive coordinator. So that means new chance for Dalvin. Uh, he has yet to score a touchdown in a pre- or regular season game. That absolutely should change this year. Who knows? Maybe it'll change Sunday.
5: Pressure is different in every city, different sports, different towns, the way the media is. How much pressure is there for Kirk Cousins in 2018?
2: Well, there's a lot of pressure not only on Kirk but the entire team. I mean, when you come off 13-3, and Aaron Rodgers is back in the division. You know, so in, in the estimation of many, it's 50-50 who wins this division. Cousins has a lot of pressure, but so does Zimmer. Uh, the defense has pressure to be as good as it was last year. The offensive line has been ripped pretty much every step of the way by those on the outside. They, they obviously feel a lot of pressure. Uh, Adam Thielen had more than 1,000 yards last year. He probably feels that pressure. This is a pressure game, man. I mean, when you play one time a week and people got the entire week to either praise it or bitch about it, it's very much a pressure league.
3: Indeed, it is. What about the pressure on the rookie kicker Carlson? Is he ready?
2: Well, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, he, he's unbelievably accurate when we watch him in practice. He was good in the uh, in the final preseason game. He's been good all off season. That's that's why they cut Forbath. Right. Now, what makes it interesting is. Uh, the Vikings added a punter this week named Matt Weil, and Matt, you know, has a handful of of National Football League regular season kicks, but he's also the holder. So you you got to get that whole McDermott Weil Carlson thing ready in a hurry for potentially big spot kicks, and uh, and that that all it looked good this week, but uh, we'll see what happens Sunday.
3: Indeed, uh, Paul, when you watch Jimmy Garoppolo, what do you see?
2: Um, I see a quarterback who uh, is led by an elite offensive mind in Kyle Shanahan who loves misdirection, loves deception. Uh, They love to put Jimmy out on the bootleg and uh, have the whole thing flow one way, then he throws it back the other way. They do that a lot. Um, I see a quarterback that predominantly is most comfortable throwing the ball between the numbers. Uh, He doesn't get outside the numbers too frequently, but he does a little more now with Marquise Goodwin. Very smart. Uh, very good at looking off safeties, but still very young.
3: Uh, injury concerns into week one, Paul? None. you got to like that. Nice. Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, PA. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, border battle as the Vikings will head to Lambeau Field and take on the Packers. Thank you, Paul. All right, Kenny. See you, Trent. We'll see you. to talk to you. Paul Allen, voice of the Minnesota Vikings. So Zimmer pissed off all week. Yes. Best practice of the year, a Friday practice of all of them. Well, it's not what they you they kind of let anticipate. up a little bit, right? Um, Niners and the Vikings. You've got the Packers winning the division. Still? Still. All right. We'll come back with some College Football at Bama Bob, 1700 KBGG.
2: News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700KBGG.com.
1: a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be.
6: We are Charterhouse Real Estate and we are changing the way you think
5: about selling your home.
6: Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com.
5: Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts.
0: reliable towing. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns
4: because your car broke down. Instead, call an audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute
1: Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute
5: Auto Repair. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. dot com. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com.
4: Real sports talk for
2: real sports fans. Back to Miller & Condon on 1700 B G G.
3: Welcome back. Thanks to Paul Allen, and thank you to Mr. Executive for making it possible uh, each and every week to talk to the radio voice of the Minnesota Vikings. A uh, very popular segment, been uh, having Paulie on for years. This year, no different. Again, thank you to Mr. Executive for making that possible. Bama Bob joins us in his regular spot as we go around the world of college football. Uh, Trent and I will get with our picks, both coming off winning weeks. Last week, three and two, as opposed to your buddy Lee Sterling. Trent Godwin,
5: a rough one, out of Lee.
3: Well, we all have them, but maybe he laid his egg and got it out of the way, right?
5: That's the way to look at it.
3: Goose egg, is that what I hear? Oh, for five. Oh, my.
5: (laughs) Only one way to go but
3: up. Yeah, and our picks are free. That's right. (laughs) Bama, Trenton, Ken, how are you, my friend? Oh, Doing great, guys. What's happening? You know, let me start with this, Bama. From your time in the state, um, do you have a Hawk memory? Was there one edition of it that uh, when you were living in Iowa that uh, uh, that you remember maybe more than the others? You
8: know, Ken... I re- it's hard to go back. I mean, it's been 15, 16 years since I was there. Um, first of all, which is crazy. Um, really, I, I just, I just remember in general, I was there from 98 to 02. And that's kind of when I think Iowa state and yep. McCartney kind of broke that losing streak. And it's, it's, the old saying, you know, a hammer and a nail aren't rivals. Um, and I, I think they, I think they won in Kinnick.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: You're right.
8: Um, to snap that streak, uh, I don't know if it was 98 or 99, I can't remember, and and that kind of got them on their way to, you know, going to ball games and, and, and that sort of thing. So I, I, no no real specific thing jumps out at me, you know, mainly because, you know, the memories are fading, you know, right. after that long. But uh, I do just remember in general that was kind of an, you know, the, the basketball team was great. Uh, under Eustacia in those years, and you know the the great games down in in Allen Fieldhouse, and the game against Texas, and you know I mean, and Hilton was just you know rocking. Went to a bunch of games in Hilton Coliseum, so the basketball team had a bunch of momentum, and I think the football team beating Iowa sort of uh, you know kind of piggybacked on that. So that's that's generally what I remember is is kind of a how how that win at Kinnick coupled with the basketball success, sort of kind of, you know, made you proud to be a Cyclone sports fan
0: again.
3: Hmm. Bama, let's get into the uh, here and now and some of the games this week. Boys, Chip Kelly, did I see this right, Trent? Is UCLA a 30-point dog? And going higher. Is it really? Yes. Chip yes. Kelly and UCLA. Getting 30 from Oklahoma. Bama, that's a huge, huge number. Um, Oklahoma's got a defense, Bama. I really believe that. I'm not saying that uh, we'll know more obviously as they get into the Big 12 play, which is next week as they come to Ames. Um, Oklahoma, we've only seen them once. UCLA struggled and got beat by Cincinnati. Um, Can this game be close, Bama?
8: I don't know that it's going to be close. I don't know that I like the 30. Um, Look. I, I thought going in that, you know, Florida Atlantic might give Oklahoma a test. So I was completely wrong on that. Um, UCLA, I think, you know, they, they lost last week, I believe it was to Cincinnati yep. at home. Um, you know, Spake got injured, uh, and they had to go with a true freshman, which, you know, is probably not a bad thing. Listen, th- this this is a long-term deal for Chip Kelly. He's not in any job security or anything like that. Not a lot of expectations this year. I think the people out there understand he'll get it done eventually. He's just going to have to get his players, give him the you know the whole give him some time, sort of thing. Uh, they 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 want what they want at UCLA is they want Oregon uh, before he left uh, for the NFL. I don't know that they'll get to that, but there's really nothing preventing them. That said, I don't think it's going to happen this week. They they do get a, a little bit of a break. They had a lot of suspensions last week, and three of the guys that they get back this week are defensive players two linemen and a linebacker so that should help you know but that said Kyler Murray I think is just I mean he's too good um he just a lot of the plays that he made though it's just you know against Florida Atlantic you know UCLA will probably stop them for you know shorter games he's not going to just I don't think run crazy in the secondary like he did but I mean, look, Oklahoma, I, I've said it before, I think Lincoln Riley, Bob Stoops was a great coach, the Hall of Fame coach, no question about it, uh, and won a lot of games, a lot of BCS games, but for whatever reason, he decided to go, and I think that they could not have found a better replacement than Lincoln Riley. I think this is a, this is a if he wants to be, I think he's only in his early, early to mid-30s, this is a 20-year coach at Oklahoma, and I think they're going to be good for a long time, so I like UCI. I mean, I like Oklahoma in this one. Wouldn't shock me if they covered that thirty. Like Trent said, that line's moving up. Um, but you know, UCLA will put up more resistance, I think, than the, than the Owls did last week.
5: Yeah, and uh, I want to go to a game, Bama, in your heartland, down in the SEC. Yep. We, I brought it up to you back this summer. If there's somebody to dethrone in the East this year, Georgia. It wasn't Florida. It wasn't Tennessee. It was the South Carolina game. Big spot, Trent. Bentley, a nice quarterback. Mm-hmm. They got some outstanding receivers, including a guy we're going to be talking about a lot in April and May, uh, coming up in the NFL draft. Bama, it's ten points, which, well, a little look of head. I will be grabbing them with my picks. But uh, can can they win this game outright? Can they really get Georgia week two? I know a lot of people have been pointing to this game.
8: Yeah, I think they can. I don't know that they will. I, I'm with you, Kent or Trent. I, you know The line I saw was 10.5, and I'm taking that all day for South Carolina. I mean, you, you mentioned the quarterback, Jake Bentley. You know, a lot of guys, you know, Tua getting a lot of press. Uh, Jared Stidham, a lot of press. Um, you know, Burrow at LSU, all of a sudden after the game he played against Miami. We know about Fromm. Um, you know, um, the Florida quarterback, I can't think of his name right now, um, you know, under Dan Mullen. And, you know, Bentley might be – I don't want really to say he's better than all those. I don't think he is, but, he, you know, he, he gives them a legitimate shot. He gives them uh, another chance to drive the ball down the field, which in, in this league sometimes you have to do. Um, and you're right. This is a monster game. All of a sudden it's a big game for Georgia. Not only is it a, is it a conference game, it's a division game. Uh, listen, Georgia still has to go to LSU. They still have to go to Auburn. Um, you look at South Carolina's schedule, nothing's ever easy in this league. But, you know, at Vanderbilt, at Kentucky, at Ole Miss, you know, maybe a little better than we thought. Big game in the swamp. You know, Missouri, AM and Tennessee at home. I mean, that that's mm. – it's not – there's no Alabama, there's no LSU for them. Um, and no Auburn. So, not exactly murderer's row of a schedule. They grab this one. All of a sudden, they are the team to beat in the East. Um, that said – Ken, I think this is going to be an old fashioned You remember those LSU Auburn games back in the day? I mean, you know, just the, just the physical wars that you had in the trenches. I think this game is going to be one of those. I know they're going to try to make plays in the passing game, and I know they have some weapons, but both teams at their core want to run it. They're going to try to establish the run. I think they're both happy playing field position because they're both okay relying on their defenses. Um I, listen, I, I'm looking forward to this one. It was 24-10 last year in Athens, if that tells you anything. And that was with Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think I think South Carolina has a chance to win it outright. It would be an upset. Um, but man I'm grabbing I'm like I'm with Trent. I'm grabbing those 10 all day on this game.
3: Mm. I like Swift but uh, Michelle and uh, Chubb those were those were different yeah. makers. Felipe Franks, Bama, the uh the Florida quarterback that uh, yeah, that alluded that's to. Yeah, that one. Uh, be frank, yep. Yeah, he's a good player. You're right, there's some quarterbacks in that league. Well, let's go to the um you know what? Let's go to the primetime games. And there's a couple. Of, well, one of them is late. to 945, 1045 for Michigan State. Those folks in the Eastern Time Zone. So we'll save that one for a second. USC and Stanford. A Pac-12 tilt, Bama, Bob. Uh, I believe Fox has this one at 730. So Cyhawk yep. will be wrapping up. And they'll send us out to the West Coast at 730. Um, as Stanford gets set to host USC. How do you see this one?
8: Yeah, this is interesting. Um, you know... Stanford, I think, had the better win, uh, you know, against San Diego State. Bryce Love held in check. Yeah, he was. Um, I don't, you know, he's going to need to have a better game against USC uh, for them to have a chance to win. You know, the story around this game is the the USC quarterback. I mean, true freshman, J.T. Daniels, first guy I don't know in a million years to start uh, as a true freshman at USC. I mean, that's that's the quarterback at USC, kind of like the quarterback at Notre Dame. I mean, you know, historically, you know, unbelievable guys have come through that program. This is a must-win game, I think, for Stanford. They're favored by six uh, at home. Look, guys, they still have to go to Oregon, Notre Dame, and Washington, and they finish the year at UCLA. I mean, that that is tough. If you're talking about not only Pac-12, but, you know, playoff implications. So they drop this one. I don't see them running the rest of that schedule. Big game for USC as well. How about... How about following this game up with a trip to Austin next week?
3: I saw that, yeah.
8: I mean, my goodness, we, what, who made their schedule? And um, then a
3: short week, Friday night, Washington State plays a visit.
8: Exactly. I mean, and, and you know, they're better than I think a lot of people thought. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this, this is this is a big game for both teams. This is why I don't think either one of them will really make the playoff. Um, I don't think USC, listen, I don't care how good JT Daniels is, uh, and he may be very good. You know, he, he could be one of the best they've ever had, at some point, freshmen struggle. All of them do. Um, so unless he's, you know, different than any freshman that's ever played, eventually he's going to have a game where he struggles and he's going to cost him a the game. And I, that's why I'm thinking that, you know, I don't really like either one of these teams. Stanford because of the schedule, USC because of the uh, the quarterback situation. But you know, we already talked about UCLA, and so how good is it going to be? You know, maybe two years from now when USC and UCLA look mm. up. Um, I mean, those are going to be back to the glory days, but. I like Stanford in this game. I would probably lay the six with them being at home because I think Bryce Love is going to have a better game. He has to uh, because they can't win if they don't. And uh, I think David Shaw, we know what he likes to do. He, he, he loves to play physical. Uh, they're, they're like the Wisconsin of the, of the Pac-12, and I think at home they're going to try to impose their will on USC.
5: Bama, I think my favorite game of the weekend outside of the Seahawks game is the last one we'll see of the evening. <laughs> Well, Mich- you will. Michigan State. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> you might make it to halftime. Oh, okay? I'll make it to halftime. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not later yeah, on, no. that. Michigan State going out to Arizona State. The crazy situation, Herm Edwards last year gets the job. He's not really a head coach. He's more of a CEO, and we're all shaking our head. But we're keeping the coordinators. Well, the coordinators didn't want to stick around. And they go out <laughs> and play really well in week number one. They did. Many people will tell you, it, people might see it as a joke, Herm Edwards still can coach. He can motivate yeah, Michigan State who looked terrible Friday night. You couple that with a Big Ten team going west in the regular season, which has been awful. A note that I brought up earlier this week, Mark D'Antonio one in eight against the spread, his last nine games as a road favorite. Sun Devil's to win this thing, Bama, you ready to go there? Uh not ready to go
8: there okay, quite okay. yet. Uh look, I, I I'm I'm as surprised as an listen, it's one game, uh, Arizona State. I, I still the jury's still out on me for her Edwards because of eventually all that rah-rah and positivity and all that kind of, you know, the, the fun coach. And, you know, he's almost like a, 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 fun uncle, if you will. I mean, at some point you're going to face tough times and how are you going to handle them? You know, is he going to be able to keep it that loose and uh, listen, no, you know, not a ton of expectations out there. Let's be, let's be honest about it. This isn't, this isn't USC or, or Texas or Ohio state. We're talking about in terms of expectations, I think Michigan but you're right it's tough to go out there and I don't care that it is at night it's going to be close to probably 100 degrees it will be. that could be a factor mm-hmm. um, you know you' already talked about Antonio's record been T- big 10 teams going west it's only I think it's only one time zone so that might help a little bit but still I mean and, and that's why I expect Michigan State to really and Edwards is, is set has been on record with this this week. Listen, we're going to see big boy football this week because they're going to try to pound it with L.J. Scott and Connor Hayward, and they're going to ask their They're not going to ask their quarterback to win the game, which I'm not sure he can. Um, but that said, they have got to run the ball to keep their defense off the field because if their defense is on the field for you know 80, 85 plays in that heat that they're not used to then they're going to get in real trouble. They have got to sustain drives and run the ball and pound it and try to keep Arizona State off the field as much as keeping their defense fresh on this. So I'm not ready exactly yet to, uh, to pick the Sun Devils. Uh, I do think Michigan State will play better. Uh, they generally travel pretty well, maybe not against the number, but I think overall they're pretty good. Uh, in these type of situations, so I, I don't know that uh, I, I would. I'm taking the Spartans on this one, but if they get behind, uh, I mean, look out because I think the Heat will eventually be a factor in that game.
3: Uh, let's get our sneaky good game in one minute, Bama. But give me give me 30 seconds on A and M, who this week will host Clemson in two weeks. They go to Tuscaloosa to take on <laughs> Alabama. What a fun September that is. Uh, but yeah, give me they're... Clemson and A and M as College Station plays host to. Maybe they. Well, a lot of people's pick to win it all. Give me thirty seconds.
2: Yeah, I,
8: I, they could be number one by the September 24th if they knock off both those. They games. could. But, you're right. Yeah, listen, it's going to be a crazy environment. Um, this is one of the more underrated places to play. It's loud. You know, you see the students swing. It always makes me dizzy when I see those those stands swaying like that. Um, that said, listen, Clemson's been here. Uh, these coaches are obviously very familiar with one another. Clemson. We talked about their defense all year. The defensive line. Uh, is an NFL front. Uh, I think they're going to put pressure on Kellen Mond um, and, and make life miserable for him. The favored by twelve. Don't know that I like that number. One of the reasons why they still haven't really settled on a quarterback is it Kelly Bryant, is it the you know the Trevor Lawrence, the the freshman, or the you know the guy, the kid with the big arm, kind of the heir apparent. Um, Bryant struggled against Alabama, as we know in the playoffs. So, I mean. They they kind of rotated them a little bit against Furman. Neither one of them really tested last week. Played anybody? Uh, they'll both be tested again. Uh, obviously, much better. I like Clemson in this game. I've, I've, I'm sticking with them. You know, really throughout the season, this one and really the the last game of the year against South Carolina, I think are their two big tests. But it's going to be a crazy environment. Really is at night. Uh, it's again, going to be hot. The Clemson's used to hot. They're used to playing in the south. So. Uh, I like the I like the Tigers in this one, but it's not going to take Jimbo long, I don't think, to get a where they're a, a big time threat in the West.
5: Sneaky good game, Trent Condon, Mississippi State. Yes, high powered offense. Yes, did it without Fitzgerald last week. He's against back. K State. Yep. who was awful. Right. They were lucky to beat South Dakota. They needed a punt return. They needed heroics out of the wide receiver position. Both quarterbacks were bad. Something tells me this is going to be a four-quarter game. Wildcats and Bulldogs, get your tickets now. Well, Eleven o'clock start too. I love where it falls on
3: the day. Uh, Bama, give me a sneaky good game.
8: Uh, I like Colorado going
3: to yeah, Nebraska. That's a good one.
8: I mean, listen, Nebraska. Can, can they? I mean, they were so hyped up Ken for last week, mm-hmm. and then they kicked the ball off, and that, that when the game. In.
3: Yep.
8: Can you, can you reproduce that energy? Mm-hmm. Um, old Big Eight, Big Twelve rivals that have since left. For different conferences, uh, two really good quarterbacks, uh, you know, Montez for, for Colorado you know, had a great game against Colorado State, yep. you know, Adrian Martinez, all the hype around him, true freshman, again, starting for Scott Frost uh, and the Cornhuskers. Um, again, can you recreate that energy? And a lot of people, unless you live out there, don't understand these are border states. I mean, you know, now there's a lot between. <laughs> there is, the two of them, you know, between <laughs> Lincoln and Boulder, there's a lot of nothing, but they do have, they do share a border, so I don't know how fierce the rivalry is, but I like this one. Uh I think it's two thirty A B C. Yep. This this has got a chance to be uh you know, pretty good, I think.
3: Nowhere worse in the country than eastern Colorado. What an, a yuck drive! Oh my God! All right, Western so,
2: Nebraska. In yeah, Western oh my- Nebraska.
3: Here's this. Here's a, a Heisman battle, perhaps, boys. Oliver Houston Tate, Arizona. Early gets my attention, yep. but that's not my sneaky good game. It's another eleven o'clock start. It's Duke Northwestern. That hmm. Duke crushed Northwestern last year. Northwestern we saw on Thursday night, so they get a couple of days. I'm going to pay attention to that one. But Trent, you jogged my memory about that K-State, Mississippi State, ESPN. 11 o'clock is going to be a lot of uh, working of the clicker. Bama, we're out of time, brother. We will recap on uh, Monday. Enjoy college football. Thank you, Bama Bob. Sounds good, guys. Always enjoy it. Thanks a As lot. do I. Bama Bob. Follow him on Twitter, at Bama Bob. You know, when I first looked at the slate, I thought, mm, mm. Maybe I went to the primetime games first, and there was nothing that really just explodes you know, because it's Pac-12 and it's of the Power Five conferences, it kind of takes the, gets a short shrift, if you will.
5: Your, your 6, 7 o'clock window, not great. That's what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. But you dig a little deeper. And yeah. they're not, it's not top 10 matchups or anything no. like that, but I love Colorado-Nebraska this yeah, weekend. 2.30. I mean, Mississippi State yeah. against Kansas State, like I talked about. We got the Cy-Hawk game and a mm-hmm. 4 o'clock start, so until we get to Arizona State, Michigan State, well, I'll be riding home at that time. Yeah, riding, riding home. Right. At that time, will so, you be down in the dumps?
3: <sighs> I think I will be. Does it affect you if Iowa State beats Iowa? I mean, does it does it does it sting?
5: Not like it used to. Okay, and it's kind of any Iowa loss, but it's not like it once was. Right. Like, it's is that just aging? I think so. Probably yeah. it is for me. Chiefs Broncos was it for me for years. And and you're down and you're yeah. pissed off and you're right. grumpy and being mean to the wife Kickin and furniture. Yeah. Ah, leave me alone. It, it, it's a football game. I know. And yeah, I'll I'll be upset if that happens, and if it goes down. The way I look at the Iowa State game, we'll get to our picks in a moment, but should we lay this out first before go our ahead. official picks? I think it's going to go one of two ways. Either Iowa State's going to win a tight game, uh-huh. 2017, okay. or Iowa's going to beat them by a couple of scores. Maybe you see it that way, huh? 14, 17, something in that range. So would that be a high-scoring game, then? Do you see Iowa State getting three touchdowns? No. I'm 2017, maybe 23, 20. That's kind of how I see it, too, Trent. Under is my favorite play. I know. How how I'm betting is the under. And it's actually ticked up a half a point. It's 47 as we sit here. And uh, I'll take a little taste on the Iowa State money line, especially if it gets up to 4.5, get a little more action on that. But that's how I'm betting it. And for our purposes, I'll pick Iowa State. To win the game,
3: yeah, so will I. I'm not. I'm not going to change. Picked yep. them uh, earlier this year, and uh, I'm not.
5: Uh, I'm not going to go off. No, it's been difficult this week, hasn't it? After what we saw yeah, last week, because we week didn't from see Iowa State,
3: right? And it's... the defensive front for Iowa is better than advertised, and yeah. they get a couple of pieces back. So, mm-hmm. and Iowa State's offensive line was the question mark going in, and. You know, good
5: luck against the, those guys on the other side of the ball. So last week I had the music going way too loud. Yes, so, we heard about that. Yeah, we're, we're going to stay away from the music. We'll, we'll keep it underneath. I'll see if I can find a way to get it, because for whatever reason, the people that listen online, mm-hmm. it was just blowing them out. So I'm, I'm doing a little engineering work trying to figure that out, but we'll try to keep things low. Okay. Well, I'll work on that. Maybe I wish I could week. figure out the music I
3: used to use down the dial for my, because I like that. I got in rhythm with my picks and uh-huh. I, anyways, well, enough <laughs> about that. We were both three and two. Yep. You won last year and had the T box. So it's still yours, my friend. Are you ready to go? I'm ready and I like a lot more than five, but we
5: only pick five.
3: Yeah. So what's um, college or NFL, which was, which came easier? Not that it's going to end up that way, but which came easier?
5: College. I had a lot more games. Oh. I had a lot more cross-offs this week. That I had to pare down to two and then my best bet of the week. So let's start with the college. My first two picks will get into the NFL and then my best bet of the week as we do each and every week here throughout football season. Starting with the game we were talking with with Bama down in the South. South Carolina, I'm grabbing the 10.5. Talked about it a lot this week. Pretty simple. Uh, I'll just lay it out that way. Give me the game clocks, plus ten and a half. You've heard me this week mention why I like Carolina. Game number two, another game I've talked about a lot this week. Okay, now sensing a pattern here. These are games that I've talked about a whole lot, and that is Arizona State getting the six. Mm-hmm. It is all about trends. Michigan State, normally I would be all over this. As bad as they looked last Friday, bouncing back. I hate Big Ten teams going out there. Better Big Ten teams than this. Michigan State squad have lost out there. Maybe the worst teams in Arizona State. Manny Wilkins is a better quarterback than what Utah State threw out there. He can run around. He can make plays. I think Arizona State not only keeps this within the six, another little taste on the money line. Let's go to the NFL for my next two. I'm going to Ken's second favorite NFL team, where the Cincinnati Bengals go (laughs) to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Colts a year ago. They were a 30-minute team. They led in the second half (laughs) of a lot of games, even without Andrew Luck at the quarterback. But as I continue to look at that roster, I I just wonder, is this a team that can get back to six, seven wins even? I, I still don't see that. Cincinnati, it was a disappointing year a year ago. Andy Dalton, though, has been great in the preseason. Give me the Bengals. I'll grab the two and a half in Indianapolis for pick number three. Pick number four, it's a late afternoon window. The Dallas Cowboys make their way to Carolina to take the Panthers. Speaking KDSM of
3: Rockets, has that game, by the way.
5: That's our, our national yes. game in that spotlight. So 17, will have it. And speaking of rosters, I don't like the Cowboys roster. This is the time you're supposed to be making good. This is the time where you're doing what the Bears are doing, going out and paying Khalil Mack, what the Rams have done, bringing in seemingly everybody in the NFL, what the Eagles have done. You have a young quarterback on a rookie contract. You spend, spend, spend. Cowboys haven't been able to do it. They've been up against the cap. They haven't been able to bring in those big free agents. And their roster struggles because of it. I like Carolina. I'll lay the three at home to win this one by a touchdown or more against Dallas. Finish it up with my best bet of the week. And it is back to the college game. My sneaky good game. K-State, Mississippi State. Give me Bill Snyder. You're over the SEC. Oh, yes. Give me Bill Snyder. How are they going to work? A quarterback, oh, you know, we're trying to give some time. Fitz is coming off the suspension, but yeah. maybe the young guy is going to get some run. Tricky. You don't want to be doing that in Bill Snyder's family stadium. I'll take the Wildcats. More than a touchdown. It was at nine and a half earlier this week. It's down to 8.5 now in most spots, so grab it now. Jump on board with me with K-State, my best bet.
3: All right, Trent Conant, you and I have a couple of similar games. I'll start in the college ranks. I'll get this one out of the way very quickly. I've got a couple of dogs, and I did not like the college slate as far as betting purposes this week. Uh, Arizona State, I'm with you. Michigan State, uh, team going uh, from the Eastern Time Zone. I don't. I have no idea what time it is in Colorado or in Arizona right now. It's it, It's either one hour <laughs> or two hours. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I do know that it's going to be tough for Michigan State. Regardless, it's a ten forty-five kick on their body clocks. Give me Arizona State plus six. I'm going to take Colorado plus four. We've seen them have a game so far this year. I'm. I agree. Colorado State's not very good, but Colorado's offense is legit. Are the black shirts ready for this? We shall see. Uh, give me the Buffs uh, and the four points over Nebraska to the NFL. I'm with you, Trent. Since give me Cincinnati. Uh two and a half is the number there. I'll take the points. Uh Arizona, Washington. Look, I've said it uh, Arizona's in the in the win total is my play of the century. What was it, five and a half? Mm-hmm. They're going to win more than five games, more than six football games. Uh, and and they're going to start uh, by putting one in the win column this week. You only have to lay a point and a half against Washington. I'm not sure how good the NFC East is going to be. I think Jay Gruden's seat is as hot as any in the NFL. I do like Alex Smith, but I do like Arizona's defense a whole lot more. Give me Arizona, lay the point and a half, and then my best bet, a point spread that opened at three. Baltimore was a three-point favorite over Buffalo when the number came out. It's all the way up to seven and a half. A half. I wish it would stop. I wish we would have been able to make this pick on Wednesday when it was four, but I'm going to lay the seven and a half. The Baltimore Ravens are my best bet of the weekend. Buffalo, I think they're the worst team in the NFL. We shall see. There you go for picks.
5: You've got high school football tonight. You've got a pretty good game, too. Really good one. And Des Moines Lincoln's looking to go to three and oh for the first time in a long time. I tried to go back through the records. It goes back, I have records going back 15 years. Never happened in that tenure, so I don't know the last time Lincoln's been 3-0. and Urbandale, two losses, two ranked teams. Mm-hmm. Johnson and Ankeny Centennial. It should be a really compelling matchup tonight. Hopefully the weather cooperates. Well, it's supposed
3: too. to clear out, but who knows. You, you never know. The it, system
5: seems like it's just parked over us, yeah, right? it's just hanging out.
6: Is and this let's, day
5: eight now? Yeah, feels right. I feel yeah, I like think it is. Yeah. Something like that. Should be fun. 6.30 with the pregame. Talked to both coaches earlier today. You'll hear that. And a whole lot more with kickoff at 7 o'clock... We'll take you to 10.30 with the Scoreboard Show presented by Charterhouse Real Estate.
3: We will be back on uh, Monday at noon. Jimmy B and TC get you home today from 4 until 6. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the state's biggest game, 4 o'clock on Fox. We'll be back to wrap that up, uh, to recap it on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend Uh, for Trent Condon, Ken Miller. We appreciate you being here with us on the Ken Miller Show. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller. Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline right here on 1700 KBG.
2: 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl.
0: Urbandale.
6: Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you were used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign and lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at CharterHouseIowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's CharterHouseIowa.com.
0: Looks like we
2: have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. <laughs>
3: That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R.
1: Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe Tailgate. Hey Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor, Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just ten dollars down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you you hate and punch it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just 10 bucks down i'm throwing a hail mary to make my month and i need your help trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down this is for a limited time so get in here and score before the clock runs out i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at Capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by